from the studio. Um, I just wanted to kind of bring to you just, um, I know that I wanted to post a podcast on the 4th. Um, unfortunately, I was not in the mood, um, forgive me. I'm still basically getting over the tragedy that happened to our brother, Nipsey Hussle. Hussle. Um, rest in power, rise in power, my king. Um, and I know that you guys probably have heard it over and over. Um, you know, I guess the melanated beans have began to basically divide on how this brother was murdered. Um, either way, he was murdered. Um, regardless of who did it. And I don't want to go into who did it. I don't want to go into the details of what happened. We'll leave that to the media themselves. We'll leave that to the um, those who want to capitalize off of the death of such a beautiful being. Um, that is not my goal here today. My goal here today is to ease the anxiety and the PTSD for our melanated beings because we are suffering for, from PTSD, guys. Um, I'm actually sitting here looking up the definition and oftentimes they, you know, they only say that veterans can have PTSD or someone who has been through a car accident. Um, and according to most of these definitions, you know, the American Psychiatric Association, you have PTSD. And I want you to see all the various definitions that they have for PTSD. Now, I am also writing um, a research paper, and also I'm working on um, a documentary. And the reason that I'm bringing up PTSD is because I want to prove to the world that, especially the medical industry, that we as melanated beings are suffering on a massive scale from PTSD. Some people call it post-traumatic slave disorder. I don't like to call it that because, again, my people were prisoners of war. Um, but often it's known as post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, we can put all kind of words in there to fill in for PTSD, um, but what it comes down to is the mental health risks um, and the family history of anxiety and depression that is often inherited, okay? We're, we, inherited, we inherit these personality tra traits. And they're often called our temperament, 
the way that we respond to things, our personalities, um, they are molded behind, you know, the different ways that we come up as children. Um, so basically, most of these sites are saying that, yes, you can develop post-traumatic stress disorder when you go through, you see or learn about an event involving an actual or threatened death, serious injury, or sexual violation. Now, I'm pretty sure that we all have these feelings of remembering something in our childhood, something traumatic that happened, something that has stayed with us and has not went away. Um, and I, I don't take that away from anyone. If you can relate to those feelings and those emotions and, and how they make you feel, you know, they make you um, secluded. They make you not want to interact with anyone. You, maybe you are drinking a lot. Maybe you overuse drugs a lot. Maybe you're an angry person. Um, you know, maybe you're, you have a lot of anxiety or you're depressed a lot. You don't like to go out. You, you, you stay to yourself. Um, if you have all of these symptoms and you have them for a prolonged period of time to where they, they start to become an issue in your personal lives, your, your, your job, um, your family life. Um, I really believe that you're suffering from PTSD. And I, I want to talk to my black men because a lot of time the black men, they do not want to admit that they're suffering from anxiety or depression or they have a mental health problem that they should go see someone, a therapist. They need to talk about these things. They need to get it out. We so um, We are so quick to say that only military personnel has PTSD and I'm here to debunk that today. I'm here to to let us know that you know it's not a sign of weakness. It's often out of our control that we are suffering from this thing called PTSD. Especially especially young black men, young melanated men, young and old you are suffering from PTSD some form. There's no way around it. I have decided. I have um, did my own research. I have come to my own conclusions so much that I am willing to go above and beyond to prove that we as a melanated race are suffering from the symptoms um, and the complications. All right, so think about it. We have, we have to combat. We have combat exposure, meaning that even within our own hoods, we have to fight. We have to fight each other on top of fighting the white insecurity system that controls us all, you know, and they're more, um, they're more hostile towards melanated races. That is one reason that we have the, PS, the PTSD. Another reason, childhood physical abuse. A lot of times we growing up have experienced, you know, beatings. Um, just, you know, we call them whoopings. We call them 
disciplinary actions from our parents. Um, and we have to think about our parents also suffering from PTSD, which oftentimes they take out their anger on the children. They take out their anger on their spouses or their loved ones. So we have to think about the childhood physical abuse that most of us have experienced growing up and into adulthood. We have also carried that over to our own children. The sexual abuse, the physical assaults. Um, a lot of times, a, a lot of our young black men, and I see some of our young women as well, are having to fight in school, um, middle school. It's, it seems like it begins in middle school and it goes through high school. You're, you're being threatened with weapons. You're, you're being physically assaulted. You're being bullied, harassed. Um, which causes um, distress in itself, a mental torment that you have to either fight or flight. And we are in that type of, um, of a state more often than not. Um, other traumatic events can lead to PTSD, um, robberies, torture, kidnapping, life-threatening medical diagnosis, a terrorist attack, um, you know, and I call the terrorist attack the attack on our unarmed black men, traffic stops, you being murdered. Um, black women are being kidnapped and murdered at an, an excessive rate. The media is not covering these things. Um, just, just, just the whole bulk of everything that we have to face in the society where our chances of experiencing these um, events are more common, they're more known, they're more prevalent. The complications that we have um, experienced with PTSD, dis it disrupts our whole life, our jobs, our relationships, our health, our enjoyments for everyday activities. Um, you know, and it puts a, a very, very big increase on the risk of other mental health problems occurring, um, eating disorders, suicidal thoughts, um, and actions. They're also um, increasing among our young black babies. Our, our school-age children are becoming suicidal. Um, they are depressed. They are having sex early, they are doing drugs and alcohol very, very early on, and these are the complications of post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, so I need us as a melanated race to understand that we are suffering from PTSD on a massive, massive scale. No one is talking about it. No one is addressing these things. We think that PTSD is only exclusive for rape victims or military personnel, which is very, very untrue. The, the constant bombardment of trauma that's coming through our TV is causing PTSD for African American men, women, and children. Um, we have to realize the signs that's out there. We have to know how to avoid these overwhelmingly 
traumatic experiences. We have to avoid them. Um, you know, some of us are even dreaming about these things. And that is also another sign and symptom that you have PTSD. If you're dreaming about tragic events, you have memories of your own assault, um, and you're overwhelmed by these things that are um, triggering things. Like, you know, for example, you may hear a car just backfiring or something like that, a loud noise on uh, outside your window and you jump and you don't think about it. You don't think about why did I just jump like something just happened and I think it's a sign of PTSD. I mean, you're on edge, you, you're, you're nervous that something else is going to happen next, um, you're irritable, you have this aggressive behavior, you have trouble concentrating. Um, you know, you're always being on guard for danger, and you're easily startled or frightened. These symptoms, and these are symptoms of changes in your physical and your emotional reactions, you know, and it's also called arousal, all right? Um, other symptoms, hopelessness about the future, feeling detached from friends and family, lack of interest in your activities that you love to do, um, just, you know, experiencing negative emotions all the time. Um, negative thoughts about yourself and especially negative thoughts about the world. If you feel like the world is just trash and you don't see any kind of good in the world, you may be suffering from PTSD. And I need us to realize this is what's happening every time we see a brother being murdered, um, a woman being kidnapped, an activist missing, one of our leaders. Um, we have just found out that the government was responsible for killing a lot of our leaders, um, sabotaging a lot of our economic growth and, and things that we were attempting to do for ourselves. Um, you know, this has to be just the greatest challenge for all African Americans. There was a woman um, who is a professor at the New School and she is from Germany. She is a German woman. And we were at the Raoul Peck screening um, and he was talking about his film, I Am Not Your Negro, and some other films that he has um, accomplished. My question to Rael, Raul Peck was concerning this very topic, PTSD among African American men. His response was so dead on. Um, he was also interested in the effects um, of PTSD and how it correlates to the, the murders of black men and the media um, the role media plays as well in the uh, image that it portrays um, young black men. So with the German lady, after I spoke to Raul, Raul Peck, the German woman approached me and she says to me, you know, I had to come and talk to you about your question. It resonated with me. I wanted to share with you about 
in Germany, we have something called the children of Hitler and the grandchildren of Hitler. Now, she spoke in um, German when she told me uh, grandchildren and children of Hitler. Um, but she did, you know, translate it to mean children and grandchildren of Hitler. And that was a thing in Germany where they actually recognized that these people are still affected by the, the events of Hitler, the Holocaust, and they also treat these people there for this post-traumatic stress disorder. And she says to me, I don't understand why African American people do not have this same type of thing, this same type of term for the tragedy that you have all faced for the past 400 years or more because it's been longer than 400 years and I just wanted to hug her and just tell her how grateful I was for her to come and validate my own thinking and beliefs about PTSD and why our culture is in the position that it is it cannot seem to unify it cannot seem to pull itself out of this um, state of depression, this state of anxiety, um, you know, and I think that in many ways it could be done on purpose. I think it was deliberately done to our, our race. I believe it was deliberately, it's continuing to be done. Um, I just believe that there is a collective effort to continue to bombard the African-American culture with intrusive memories, um, mood um, triggers, changes in their physical and their emotional reactions on a constant um, level to where it's varying from person to person and symptoms over time can become very, very increased and very, very um, the debilitating and I think this is what's happening um, so I need us to pay attention family about you know what is happening on a more psychological level yes the murder of um, Nipsey Hussle was very traumatic on our culture very traumatic so many people reacted though some people did not even know the man but they also can understand just the loss the loss of um, one man affects a whole culture of people especially by the work he was doing to liberate the culture and the the race so I don't know if there's a um, a world collective effort to make sure that there is no black messiah that arises who can overcome the PTSD, who can navigate a way to unify our race once and for all without others becoming intimidated, afraid, um, and just 
intimidated by the fact that we are getting our stuff together as a race, as a race of people, as a melanated race. All right, so I wanted to touch on the PTSD um, today. All right, I just, you know, I didn't want to really touch on what happened to the man. I just know that, in a way, his death will not be in vain. There's a lot of people who want to believe that, you know, um, the government has nothing to do with anything. And, you know, I don't even want to touch on that right there because common sense tells you that if his murderer is a so-called snitch, now this is what the news is saying, then, of course, the government is involved. And those who cannot see that, I have nothing to say to you. I just want you to wake up, and I need you to be aware of the deliberate attempt to keep post-traumatic stress disorders rampant among melanated beings. And if this has to become a thing that this 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 mental condition that's triggered by these terrifying events of either experiencing it or witnesses witnessing it and these are the flashbacks, these are the nightmares, these are the severe anxiety and the uncontrollable thoughts about these events that are happening on a regular basis, on a constant basis, constantly on your TVs, constantly in your face, constantly in your neighborhood. If the symptoms get worse, okay, you are experiencing PTSD. Plain and simple. Um, let's be aware of that. Let's be aware, guys. Let's be aware. Okay. Um, what else did I want to touch on today? Um, I don't know. I want you guys to go to www.protectmymelanin.com. I need you to email me. I need you to reach out. This is the only way you're going to be able to reach me. Um, I am going to be removing myself soon from the major media platforms like Facebook, especially um, Instagram. Um, anything that's owned by Facebook, what's his name, Zuckerberg, I think I'm going to detach myself from that part of the matrix. Um, there are other ways to contact me online. Um, but I just feel like in order to do this liberation work, I will not be able to be on those major media platforms. Um, there is a lot of um, censorship going on. There's a lot of spying. There's a lot of um, just deliberate sabotage of the work that I'm doing. Um, and as we all know, liberation work, revolutionary work is very dangerous in this society. 
Another reason why PTSD among us is not unheard of. It's not this um, reaching um, type of a diagnosis. I believe that it's flat on, it's straight on. It is the diagnosis that we all need in our lives right now in order to begin to heal. And we have to know what's going on in our society, around our environments, our daily routines, and how we have to navigate this system in order to survive, in order to leave something for our families. We are in a state of fight or flight. We are in a what do you call it? Chaotic state of being. Um, this society has created an, a hostile environment for the average black family to live. Simple, in peace, in calm, and in harmony with nature. There is a deliberate effort to control that part of our lives. There is a deliberate effort to keep us traumatized. And if you cannot understand that there is a deliberate effort to keep us traumatized, then you don't live in this world with me. You're not looking around or you're walking around with blinders on and you have no idea as to the importance the, the, it's critical that we stay trauma, traumatized. It's critical that we stay in a state of perpetual anxiety, perpetual fear. Um, I have this quick poem that I wrote down in honor of Nipsey. Um, and it's not done. I just wanted to put it on record before, um, I finish it, but it's just a couple sentences, it's a paragraph, and I haven't entitled it yet, I just want to, you know, share with you guys, it's called, um, Silencing the King, Silencing the King, one transition brings 10,000 seeds, revolutions still breed a new king to lead. We speak life into our seeds to bring forth a new way of being. No more dreams, but a free reality. Silence our king. Ten thousand more seeds transitioning to breed the revolution. A new king to lead. Okay, so I just kind of went back through it and read it more than once, but I'm working on that, and when I wrote that, I was just still in my feelings, and, um, you know, just about the murder of a king, an actual king, um, who was connected to the continent of Africa, and we have to pay attention to those things, because I do not believe in coincidences at all. And if we could take anything away from the Nipsey Hussle murder, um, assassination, 
we know that we must carry on his flame. We cannot allow it to die. We cannot allow these people to continuously put out our light. And it would take us another 10, 20, 30 years to have another Nipsey on that level. We should be replacing our kings immediately. As soon as one is assassinated, another one should step up right in its place. No missed, nothing missed, no missteps. They just continue the work that's being done. And pretty soon they'll have to murder all of us. They will have to assassinate us all. So I don't feel that Nipsey's death was in vain because he, I'm pretty sure he taught the next man what he was doing. And that next man must step up and not be afraid of death. This is what needs to be done. They take one of us, another one replaces immediately. So I just wanted to share that um, while I'm in the studio and I got a little time on my hands to kind of vent and, and um, think about what's happening because I did have another podcast that I did record and it was more emotional and I decided against it um, because a lot of people are, are emotional right now and I just want to separate my emotions from the reality and the facts of what's occurring around us. And, you know, we can all stay emotional. We can get upset. We can get mad. We can throw out those symptoms of PTSD that I just explained. Um, but I also know that it's going to be important that we fight to diagnose our people. We have to fight to understand what is happening amongst our people instead of bashing our people and a lot of you guys bashed us when this man turned out to be a black man shooting Nipsey Hussle you were so quick to bash the black race and I don't respect you for that whatsoever yes the black race needs to be told something but we will not bash each other this is part of the code that we must stay on. Our tears and our pain moves the world. They are making movies off of our tragedies. They are making a mockery out of Nipsey Hussle's tragedy by giving the murderer a well-known lawyer who represented O.J. Simpson. Do we really think this is coincidence, family? Please, please stop the madness. If you can't see that this is like a circus stage show theater, they are deliberately casting us as the main event. Every time they take one of us, they already know how the majority of us will respond how we will react, and all you guys did was prove them correct. I have no respect for you. None. I would rather you just stayed silent. Just stay silent. 
stop participating in their fuckery. They cannot have a show without an audience. If black people stop being their audience, they will not have a show. So go ahead and tune into the trial of Nipsey Hussle. Just like you tuned in, in the trial of Donald Trump, uh, Mueller, uh, 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 what's the other one? The judge, uh, uh, Kavanaugh. But nothing beats a black man getting shot down. That is their top go-to play. And I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm so irritated with these people. I'm so irritated with all social media, all social media personalities full of shit. I'm not here for that. I'm here to change a perspective on the world and what is happening, what is occurring, what is deliberately being done to melanated beings to trigger us. Five people own the top. All, only five people own all the major media outlets. That right there should tell you who's behind it all. Who's behind it all? I have read also YouTube is about to take down all conspiracy theorists videos. Okay, I want to read that to you too. Let me see if I can find it. I got to find that because um it's very important. Okay? They are about to censor. They're going to censor us. Okay? Um anybody talking about conspiracy theories, anybody saying that word, anybody trying to say that the government did this, that, and the other. Now, mind you, the Jesse Smollett is not by accident. That is the setup for the onslaught that is going to happen as far as censorship. Um, they want to prove that we're lying about our victimization they want to prove that we are conspiracy theorists. They want everybody to think that we're just making things up. And by you guys also arguing about Nipsey Hussle's murder, you're also making it easier to silence real victims, to silence those who really believe that law enforcement and government agents are are real. Let's not pretend they're not real. Let's stop that. Because as soon as we started exposing these people, they are working hard to debunk anything that African Americans, liberators, and revolutionaries are attempting to do and say. So make sure you are researching and you have your backup. You're making copies you can actually prove what you're saying because pretty soon there will be no platform to communicate and to share truths 
and share the things that they have hidden for so long from us. Now that it's becoming more, uh, um, you know, clear and things are b being exposed on a massive level, they are amping up their efforts to censor us, to make us sound like conspiracy theorists. I don't know how many times Red Pill wrote conspiracy theorists. Remember, we are a data-collecting society. So think about the algorithm of the number of times people wrote down the word conspiracy theorists. All the robotic computer system is going to do is count the number of times the headline said conspiracy, the black people are arguing over conspiracy, the I'd rather you write assassination more than conspiracy theory or say assassination more than you write or say conspiracy theory because the more times we speak that word out loud or type it into their system, it will become that. It will become the conspiracy theory of 2019 and when you type in Nipsey Hussle, you will see conspiracy theory right next to it because that's all you guys were fucking saying about it. Why don't y'all think? Why don't y'all think? I cannot. If you do not understand that they are collecting your data and use the algorithms to sell the shit back to you, you are lost. And you're just a victim and you're just a robot that is doing everything they tell your ass to do. Y'all fed right into their narrative. We already knew they were going to say it was some gang shit, and y'all fell for it. Like, y'all already had predicted it. Before they even put out the scenario, the narrative about what happened. We already figured this shit out. We are ahead of them until we're so dumb that when they do come out with what we thought, we, we just happy that we were right. We ain't trying to do nothing else about it. Next step, you should be two, three moves ahead of your enemy. So that's what I'm going to say about the Nipsey thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to talk on it. I'm just, I, I want to continue the work of that man, of that king. I want to continue the work of that, that king. Um, I cannot find the article. Let me see if I can find it. But I'm I'm due out of this uh, studio. So what I will do is add it on here. I'm going to add it on to the podcast. Um, but you guys must, must, must um, go to Bloomberg. It's in Bloomberg write-up. Okay, Bloomberg whole um he has a newspaper. But they say they 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 tell a lot about what's happening, what are the news doing? I mean, you know, what are the um media companies doing? Who's in charge? They talk a lot about Zuckerberg and and just the whole media um conglomerate and they, they just shed light on, you know, the corruption that's happening. Now, that's one thing I do like about that. Um, 
news outlet. You know, they let you know the, the, the head people who's running media and what they're thinking and what they're about to do. Okay, so what I'm going to do is sign out. I'll probably finish when I get back to my other office. I appreciate you guys tuning in, following me, being patient with me, um, putting up these podcasts. Like I said, after May, I will be um, doing a whole summer series in the studio, um, and I will be having more guest speakers, guests with me. Um, like I said, I know you guys, you know, you love hearing me, Majestica Melanin, but I also want to um, include different people, uh, different voices, different perspectives in here. Um, I'm always looking for artists, singers, songwriters, rappers, um, just creatives, you know, to come into the studio, record with me, to kind of collaborate on some things. Um, and I'm serious about that, you know. Um, don't worry about the cost, things like that. We can discuss that. We can negotiate. Um, I'm very good with that. So, thanks again for tuning in. I am Jessica Melanin, and you are listening to New Birth Energy Podcast. And also, Dark Matter Readings on YouTube. Um, subscribe, comment, and visit protectmymelanin.com.